when I listen to podcasts, one of the things that I always catch is when like people take a drink. Or actually, who's the guy, the funny guy that we... Joey Diaz. Joey Diaz. So, <clears throat> yeah. Like, I feel like that's what people catch. Right. So if I take, like, a sip of water, I got to make sure I'm, I'm quiet. Or really? it's like, what, give it a, a, give ASMR? Was that what yeah, called? yeah. Give it a... All the, all the mouth noises, but... All right. I'm sorry. seconds why we should give a shit why we should give a shit yeah why, me? Why, yeah yeah uh 30 I, I feel like i'm a pretty genuine person uh with uh genuine goals that people can relate to um trying to kind of spread uh inspiration positivity um get people to care about what they care about and not just care about their nine to five and want to chase things that they're passionate about and not just be like oh well i can't make money right now doing this so fuck it uh, can I swear on here? Is that cool? Oh, yeah. All right. But, uh, yeah, so care about your passions. Chase that shit because you live one motherfucking time. You might die tomorrow, and you would hate yourself by not chasing that. But all right, uh, That was good. Life. Yeah. Oh, was, cool. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. also the, the child run thing. Um, cool. I'm trying to, like, give people see no, how much that's time. that's cool. I like that a lot. Somebody can elevator pitch. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's like you, you get in an elevator with Kanye. Kanye says... Why should I care about you? Kanye would hold the button. Probably. And be like, hold up. How much time you got? Huh? And, and be like, I'm going to let you finish, but. Yeah. Now I'm playing. All right. Um, let's see here. So I had a couple topics to talk mm-hmm. about today. Yeah. Um, and then I have a couple segments. Mm-hmm. Um, my new segment is called Best of Capitalism. Okay. So I have. Some uh, spicy watermelon lime vitamin water today. Mm, spicy. And some portobello jerky. I've tried it. Um, I doubt you've ever had portobello jerky. I haven't. I've this had regular jerky. shit was $7. Damn. It's like gourmet. There's probably like one strip in there. Yeah, it's not a whole lot. You're um, paying for the scented air. Right. Um, so I'm going to have you try yeah. some portobello jerky then okay. and wash it down with some spicy watermelon <laughs> water. and uh, Straight we'll... from the Goya aisle. Yeah. Spice. Yeah. Um, I'm with it. But cool. Um, so I really wanted to start off mm-hmm. with, all right, so I was either going to start off with um, sort of like a nature versus nurture of being an artist yeah. conversation mm-hmm. as far as me knowing you. Uh-huh. And knowing that you came from a family who nobody really did anything creative or artistic. Mm, yeah. And one day the buttons you know, something clicked, made mm-hmm. you want to do it, versus yeah. people who like grow up in like an artistic Yeah, absolutely. Or I was gonna talk about um, which is kind of the same idea but slightly different. Um, those artists or that artist or that piece of art mm-hmm. that made you go, I wanna do this. Yeah. 
if there was like one moment, one specific thing. Yeah. Or if it's kind of a build up, and then mm. one day you're like, "Yo, I want to record a song." Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's either those. Uh, yeah, you no, those are awesome talk about so I, They I will do, overlap on for hours which, about those. Yeah, um, I mean, do you want me to just kind of tackle the first one and go to the second it. one? Cool. Uh, yeah, whatever. Set. Sorry. Um, yeah, I mean, the, they're both topics that I could ramble on for hours about. Um, I mean, in terms of the first one, especially like you and I have known each other since we were extremely young. I, I can't put an age on it, but you know, a long time. And you know my family well that, you know, nobody in my family really is that artsy. And I don't even mean that, like, offensively. It's just, like, that art has never – creating things has never really really been, I don't know, something that was present in my childhood growing up. So, uh, I mean, I, I had my mom's dad, um, who's obviously my grandpa. He's been passed for a long time. Um, he was into, like, silent movies, and he really liked Elvis Presley, and he really liked James Dean, and we would go to his apartment, and uh, he would have, like, antique plates on the wall with their faces on it and stuff like that. So that was, I think, some of the first exposure I had to just something, you know, some sort of art, some sort of music, and the fact that he did silent movies. I watched a few of those when I was young. I remember seeing those and seeing pictures, like, uh, you know, still shots of them filming movies and stuff, and that was probably one of the first times I was exposed to that. Um you know, even knowing that it was a thing that existed. Uh, but I mean, in terms of like being exposed to it um, and developing it myself, I don't know if I had a moment. It's definitely more of a build up type deal. Um, I still remember, I mean, in terms of moments though, is uh, in high school, I had to write a poem. I remember that was the first time I ever had to like write, write a poem, like sit down mm-hmm. and actually write a poem about a topic. I think it was about like love, which is like the most like cliche, like I'm gonna write a poem about love. But I still remember, um, it's actually crazy that I can remember this specific scenario. I guess it was that impactful. I just didn't know it at the time. I'm um, sitting at my desk up in my room and like writing a whole page in like 15 minutes. And I was like, wow, like that was really, really easy. Like I just rhymed those words without really even consciously thinking about, oh man, what rhymes with love and heart? You know, like mm-hmm. it came naturally. So I was like, damn, like, I can rhyme words pretty easily. This is something I'm kind of good at. So, and I remember I got an A on the poem. You know, it's you know everybody feels great about that. Um, so over time, that was my senior year of high school, I think, um, senior year of high school. But uh, and then when I went into college, like you're surrounded by art everywhere, and that was probably the first like you know in your face like, you know, people are wearing different types of clothing that you never seen before, listening to different music in the quad, and you see painting. You know, like especially like colleges have art programs, so it's like all like it's right there, like. Um, so I think I was like, man, like, well, I I really like writing words. And I started to really get into music when I was in high school and school before that. I mean, you had known, I wasn't really like super into music. We used to listen to like Petey Pablo and stuff up in like, you know, your dad's office, you know, like hardcore, like gangster rap. You were much more into that than I was. Um, I was just kind of there. And, um, you know, uh, once I got to college, I started listening to music more. Um, I, I discovered Drake because I watched Degrassi. Um, and then, obviously, you know, his dove into his music sound. That was before he really blew up. That was like 08, 09, um, early 2010. And uh, just being like, oh, man, this dude I watched on TV makes music. That's pretty cool. Like I, And then one thing I would do, um, I was actually just talking about this the other day. It was actually funny. Um, I would go, you know, on YouTube and um, you'd find, like, instrumentals of popular songs, whether it was, like, at that time it was probably, like, a ludicrous song mm-hmm. or, like, a, you know, something like that. And... Um, you would write a verse, so I would, and I just gravitated towards rap because that's what I just naturally liked. I was exposed to that previously, and like I really couldn't sing, so uh, I, w- I used to write lyrics 
um, in YouTube comments, like on instrumental. So I would, I would, I, I would. Forgot l- people did. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. That's like people still do it actually. So like wow. I, you know, I would like YouTube like. I don't know what was a popular song at that time. I don't even know. Uh, I'm trying to think. Um, there's this one song I think it was called Bedrock by Hurricane Chris oh, that yeah, I really yeah. liked. So I, I like would Google or YouTube search like Hurricane Chris instrumental like Bedrock or whatever it was called. I can't remember. Headboard. It was called Headboard. So I would go there and I would write a note or a verse in my notebook and then I would and I still have the notebook actually and I would type it out in the comments and people it was almost like a competition like who had the hottest <laughs> verse and like people were going back and forth and like you know I was like you'd comment back and forth with different rappers and different stuff like that so that's how I first started um actually trying it and then at that point I just realized I was like damn like I love this shit like I'm obsessed with it like I in my spare time it's not seen as work in my spare time I want to do it mm-hmm. I want to get out of class so I can go write I want to be able to have the hottest song come out so I can write a remix verse to it or something so at that point it's just kind of I fell in love with it and I saw other people do it you know I had friends around I started becoming friends with other artists and stuff like that in the area and just like watching other people achieve things it's like you know you obviously want to achieve success yourself um, and watching people online blow up and even when I was younger like in or in college frat rap was in full effect mm-hmm. and you know you see like the asher ross you see the sammy adams you see the mac millers um you see even before that mike posner was one of my favorite artists songwriting wise and and you see guys like that like big sean drake wale getting huge you watch the you know see the xxl covers come out so it's like i was like i want that i want to be able to write this music and just write songs because I love to do it and I'm obsessed with it. And my goal then was like, how do I make money off this? And then I started to get obsessed with the business aspect of it, which has only recently taken off in the past year and a half. So Mm -hmm. it's definitely a process. Definitely. I was going to say, you should go back to those YouTube videos. I tried. I tried. Dude, I scrolled. I was with Eric actually at the studio. Um, Eric's my engineer uh, a few uh, like a week ago a week and a half ago and we were trying to scroll down through I can't remember which song oh my it gosh, was that's... and we were trying to find it but we couldn't oh, but I, I'm hoping I can like log into my old account and like sure. look where I commented or yeah. yeah that's great yeah fun stuff um, awesome um, so then uh, going off of when you know talking about um, those first you know times that you're yeah, like yeah. I like this a lot mm-hmm. um, do you still find that feeling coming up and like coming back and is that that excitement still there is it sort of this different plateau now of interest Mm -hmm. Uh, i mean it's definitely different it's a different feeling but the feeling of mm, like accomplishing steps along the process is very satisfying where it's i still get that same feeling of like you know, when I when I write a killer verse, when I write a, a dope hook, I think about it all day. A mm-hmm. lot of times, actually, I write while I'm driving, which is probably not recommended. Just for some reason, especially in the morning when I'm on the way to work, my mind isn't corrupted by the bullshit sure, of the day yet. Sure. So I'm very open, and I'll put beats on in, in the car while I'm driving, and I'm just like, I usually put voice memos in my phone and stuff. I'm like, damn, that melody's dope. And I think about it all day. Sure. Like, man, I this day was already kick-ass because I wrote that fucking killer melody on the way to work this morning. Or, uh, you know, I thought of these, like, four lines that are really cool and really embody what I'm feeling right now. So definitely the same feeling for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there, there is something about um, times of day and people yeah. and productivity. And definitely. there's... Um, yeah, what I was reading, and they didn't say who, but um, more often than not, people that make a certain amount of money are awake between the hours of 3 and 5 a.m., mm. 
And there's something about the way that like the jelly in our brains, mm. which is very, it's much more psychic than people mm. give credit to. Like you have that, that intuitive. And as soon as you wake up and it's seven, eight, nine in the morning, you're kind of linked up mm. to everybody and you're within miles. Mm. Interesting. So if you're awake at three, five, you know, six in the morning, everybody yeah. else within s- so much space is asleep. You have a clear head. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, everybody can And some people, I think they, they can be creative yeah. in that space. Mm-hmm. Other people are very creative in, like, a city, and they need that clutter, and they need that, like, the noise, the noise yeah, and yeah. the environment. Chaos. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They go to a quiet place to go to the woods, and it's, like, shut off. Like, they, they can't. Mm-hmm. Now their brain's working overdrive. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? yeah. Um, so it is cool to like kind of have your process and yeah. have your like, that's just what I've discovered too. Cause there's been times and I'm sure, you know, you've related to this as well with like writer's block. Oh, Hey, I'm not doing anything Wednesday night. Well, I'm gonna sit down for two hours and try to write something. Mm-hmm. And then it's just like, you hit a wall and I've for a while struggled with that until, you know, I would watch other artists interviews. They would talk about it and listen to podcasts and interviews about things. And people are just like, just step away, step away, go do something yep. inspiring, go on a run, go, you know, just do something. And then that's when you can kind of get your mind off of, damn it, I wanted to write a song and I can't. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, trying to sit down and do that shit forcefully never works. Absolutely, no, yeah. yeah. Cool. Um, that really uh, covered that sweet topic, I think, pretty well. Yeah. Um, another thing that popped in my head, um, and it is good that we didn't do the podcast yesterday because I kind of got to flesh out this idea a little bit cool. more. I think it was Sunday night in Philly. I went to a hip-hop show. Mm-hmm. And twice, two different artists got on stage and were like, yo, this song just did 30K for me. I'm real happy with how it's going. Yeah. And I started thinking about, um, I want to say, like, the clout and the mm-hmm. um, uh, plateau aspect of hip-hop yeah. mm. versus... Hardly at like an indie rock show or something do I hear bands get on stage and like our song just Try did to flex it. stats right yeah and I'm very curious what that mm. so I, my initial thought is um, there's almost this um, like in the hip hop world it's almost like everybody's constantly sprinting yeah like they're constantly trying to get to metaphorically this next, that makes a lot of sense and yep. that other avenues of maybe even art in general it's like yeah. this marathon like everybody's kind of in it for the ride they enjoy yeah. the ride mm-hmm. it's part of it. Um, do you have any thoughts on... Yeah, definitely. I mean, in terms in terms of, like, the cloud and flexing stats, I think in hip-hop, and, and it's, like, even me now, like, I started doing just rap, but over the past, like, eight years, I've really, I think, and it sounds... I hate that it sounds cliche, but, like, I've developed as an artist. I sing more. I focus more on songwriting, not necessarily, like, man, i got to have the killer hardcore bars and the best verse, because I, I don't know, I just think that's kind of played out. But, um, so for me... I consider myself like one foot in the hip hop space, another foot in just like the pop R and B. I just make music and try to like have killer shows and inspire people, I I guess space. Um, But in terms of like flexing stats, it's like hip hop for what I've observed and, and taken part in. Everybody's trying to, everyone's trying to prove themselves immediately. If you don't, like, so like you get up on stage and somebody says, "Oh, my song did thirty k in a month." The point is because they want to convince the crowd to give a shit because they already feel as though they, this crowd is not going to accept me unless I convince them somehow. Hmm. 
And I think one of the easiest ways to do it is like flex stats. You know, it's just like any like meathead at the gym. Oh yeah, I just threw up, you know, 400 some pounds on a bench, you know, whatever. Sure. It's like, you know, yeah. you're trying to, you're trying to get people to buy into your truth um, and what you want yourself to be. And odds are you're probably not there yet. That's why you're trying to flex stats instead of just let your performance prove it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've seen plenty of artists do that and it just comes off like super corny. It's like, right, actually, like, it's just me personally. If I'm at a show and somebody gets up there, you know, just did 30K, I already don't like them. Right. And I'm like, well, now you need to convince me to like you because now I don't because you sound like a douche, is what it comes off for me. Um, In my experience, like, I learned I need to let the show speak for itself, my performance and my music. Um, But, you know, it's like, it makes sense now, you know, once you learn that. But I think a lot of times in hip hop, people just want to prove themselves. And also, it's just like, dude, it's like a sport, man. That's it's good. like you want to be number one. Oh, hey, you know, because there's probably some kid in the crowd that makes music. Oh, shit, my song didn't do 30K, so he feels lesser. Mm-hmm. And I, a lot of times, especially like the shows I've, I've booked and the, some of the touring I've done myself, like I put local artists on in each city. Um, and one of the things I try to do, um, to the best of my ability is just like create a positive environment. It's like, yo, we're all here to win. Like the people that are out here right now, it doesn't matter if they're here to see you, they're here to see me, they're here to see the other artists playing, the third artist that's opening, whatever. There's people in the crowd, go make some fans. Sure. And like, we're here to help. It's not like I'm here to shit on you. I'm <laughs> here to make you be irrelevant, you know, and some artists probably have more fans or more recognition or more traction online than others. That's just the facts. But when you create an environment, I think, that and like you mentioned in bands and stuff like that that's why i think a lot of bands can have a shit ton of success because they're all there for each other and Mm -hmm. hip-hop it's not that way it's very and i think it might also be because it's like you're a rapper you're one guy it's like Mm -hmm. a one-on-one sport it's like you know you you don't have a team to to kind of be there and experience it with it's just like oh it's just me it's just me versus that guy and it doesn't always need to be like that but it's so ego-driven it's so competitive it's so metaphorically comparative to like a sport it is yeah yeah i was thinking um you know talking uh, Mm um plays is like talking stats like Mm -hmm. of your fantasy team or like yeah um and i no one wants to hear that yeah like no one wants to hear oh yeah i did 30k dope man like no one wants to sit here and hear it like okay that 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 might make me be like all right well some people are listening i'll check it out but in the day and age where you can buy plays and buy streams right right it's like dude oh, i did 30k well you probably bought them and you want me to look now that's yeah. basically why you're telling me. that's what i think at least yeah my, but uh, maybe i'm a hater my uh, my quarterback uh through, uh, yeah, two thousand yeah. yards. This oh, I just year. threw that pick in the game. Oh, it's really gonna kill my, blah, 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 you know, the the some minus seven. Okay, just give a shit with, about that. But yeah, um, and then um, I was thinking too. I feel like um, there's sort of this weird. It's like in the band indie world, mm-hmm. it's almost I don't want to say glorified or. Um, um uh, encouraged to kind of look like grody mm-hmm. and um yeah. struggling and mm-hmm. like shitty and it's That's sort an of image, man. it's like kind of fun to be like oh yeah just like played to nobody tonight like versus or i guess um so hip hop it's like or in in that scene mm-hmm. nobody ever wants to not look cool yeah everybody mm-hmm. wants to look cool all the time versus yeah. like the indie world it's like everybody nobody wants to look cool like mm-hmm. everybody wants to look like they're yeah, struggling, struggling. Mm-hmm. shit's rough, but they still put up with it anyway, exactly. and they make their art. Yeah. Um, and I think there definitely does need to be, like, a melding 
of yep. that. I try to find a middle ground of both, honestly, because I mean, talking to people like you, we've had a lot of awesome discussions in the past and just watching shows and going to different shows and seeing how they're structured. That's what I find is the most successful because then let's say, you know, you go to Philly and you play for five people with like three other bands. Well, over time, you know, you gain some fans, the other three bands, bands gain some fans, and then you can go back there because you're all there to support each other and just be like, yo, we're all struggling, but we're in it together. And then as you guys progress, you progress as a unit. So if you go back, then boom, you might be playing for 60 people, sure. which yeah. is, it's the growth. But, you know, hip hop, oh, fuck that guy. You know, we play for five people. That guy fucking sucks. Yeah. I'm not playing a yeah. show with him anymore. It's like, dude, you're ignorant. Like, you know, don't, don't piss away a relationship before it even becomes anything. I mean, obviously, you know, there's people like within five minutes of a conversation, you can tell that you can tell they're full of shit. Right. So it's like those people you want to distance yourself from. But it's like in hip hop, yeah, it's like it's the image and it's, you're trying to portray this image that you want yourself to be in the end of your journey and instead of completely embracing who you are throughout the journey and coming off genuine and authentic. And the biggest way that I've found to make fans is being genuine and authentic. If you come off fake as shit, people see it. People are not dumb. Like if they look at this, you know, like, like, oh, I have a rent, you know, and it comes out like, oh, they have a rented car. They have some, these are fake chains. Like, it's just like, dude, Stop trying so hard. Right. Just make good music that people like and right. can, people can like you as a person. Like, don't don't be like, well, how do I make fans? Well, if I wear a bunch of chains and drink lean and smoke some shit and do some pills on Instagram, then people will really fuck with me then. It's like, and that's just like the modern day of rap. It's right. Not, you know, but it's, that's such bullshit. It's just like such a short term, try to like cheat the system, get on type, get popular type shit. And it's just, it's a cop out. And it's like, I was actually frustrated about that shit for like a while, like a couple of years. You know, it's like when I'm trying to, I'm just trying to get on. I'm still trying to get on um, and just become like, be able to make a living off my music and stuff. But now I'm just so obsessed with what, obsessed with what I'm doing. I could give a shit. Like, I don't know what music's coming out. I don't know what movies are coming out. I don't know what artists are popping because I'm just too concerned with what I'm doing. Sure. It, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. And and yesterday was a scenario there where I'm just so concerned with what I'm doing. My mind's everywhere. I'm trying to get prepared for a Pittsburgh show this weekend and stuff like that. And then I'm like, I invited friends over, you know. And then I totally forgot about our podcast. It's like I I'm so obsessed. Yeah, I'm so obsessed with what I'm doing, but to a fault. Yeah. Hey, man. Uh, I apologize. No, no, no. No, no, it's not okay. It's <laughs> shitty. I thought I thought about that all night last night. I was like, fuck. I'm just such a dick. Cuz I don't think that's that's not the first time I flaked on you. I don't know. Yeah, I can't remember yeah. one, but I'm sure I have. I and I do overthink it. Like I I try to be a people pleaser, but then it's like there's sometimes it's just tough, but yesterday I I was just I just forgot and I should not have. So yeah, man. I'm it's really sorry. It's all good. It's not life or death. Yeah, I know. Um, I know. I need to let it go. Yeah. Um, Your understanding, which I'm thankful for. Um, something that helps me be very understanding is I've been getting really into uh, uh, serial killers. Mm. And I expect that answer. Right, right. Nobody does. But there's something cathartic about you hear how shitty these people are. Mm-hmm. And then you go like... Um, you know, at first you're like, fuck, man, I drove out all this way, not doing this podcast. And you're like, mm-hmm. you know what? Jordan didn't skin my mom. <laughs> you're like, Jordan, it's, it's not life or death. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, not, yeah. It, it, you know, the, on the scale. So of, when, I, when I do skin your mom, that's when I'm fucked. Yeah, I, don't, that's, I don't have any fallback then. Yeah, that's when uh, mi- no more Mr. Nice Guy Alex comes <laughs> out. All right, uh, man. 
But you you canceled you, the podcast, but now you skinned my mom. You, you a, are a dick. You have a sliding scale. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I've, I've been that's trying right. to... That makes sense, though. That's... Yeah, I mean... There's something weirdly healthy about it, I feel like. No, or even absolutely. like Because um, you're not plagued by the negativity, then, I feel like. Yeah. Or um, people that... Um, I might start using that. I think people that um, are really into, like, horror movies... Mm. Some people will look at them and be like, oh, man, they're so fucked up. They're in that gore and shit. Mm-hmm. But I feel like there's some that those people are often, like, really cheery and, like, like they might wear, like, dark shit and they yeah, have, like, yeah. candlelit rooms and they have, like, a satanic Bible on their bed. Yeah, but yeah. at the same time, they're, like, they they get that, like, fix mm-hmm. of of negativity When that dude gets media. his throat slit, they're cheering. Yeah, yeah. It, it gives them this, this release. Yeah, yeah. And then when they're at, you know, the DMV and... <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, lines long. The, yeah. the lady at the desk is a bitch. Yeah, you know they kind of. <laughs> you have at least twenty five minutes. Yeah, it's okay. I watched a guy get mutilated. Yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm good. And that's they, funny. They think of her being the one mutilated, and then they, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. all in the head. And then, <laughs> yeah, not saying I'm sure there's lots of people that can't disassociate reality yeah. from what they. It eliminates it lash def- outs. Yeah, it definitely fucks some people up, but um, yeah. I think um, you know it's a. Uh, it's a good release for some people. Yeah. Um, so you wanna you wanna break into some portobello jerky and Fuck, yeah, uh, I was actually just thinking about it. Cool. Um, I've tried it already. Yeah. Gonna let you go for it. All right, here we go. Um, so See, now I, the podcast, you gotta get the sound of the bag. Right. And I do want this to be moderately me- uh, meditative. That's some moderation. Moderately meditative. Um, so this concept is called uh, the best of capitalism. Okay. So we're gonna think about. Um, I'm going to let you take a bite. Go ahead. All right. Just go ahead. Yeah. Oh, it even looks like a mushroom. Your little reaction. Very chewy. I guess it is jerky, but... It is gently dried. So as you chew on this jerky, mm-hmm. what do you think, like, flavor-wise, taste-wise? I think it's... Definitely mushroom. Obviously. Um, but it's good. You like it? Yeah, I, cool. I, I'd probably eat it again. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I was just thinking... Sweet balsamic in, and golden fig. Yeah, you know, it sounds, like, kind of healthy. But then I was yeah. thinking, like... I'd eat it again. What other applications... I'm going to take a break. Oh, yeah, sorry. Oh, you're good. What other applications of this jerky could... You know, like, how many... So, I think it's, like, one in four kids in America now mm-hmm. don't have access to enough food. Yeah. That's sad as shit. It is. And then... It's hard to even, like, fathom that. Right. And your company is making fucking portobello jerky. Yeah. Sell it for six bucks. Mm-hmm. Dickheads, I guess, will buy it. Right. Um. You know. I forgot how slow you eat. There's not a lot of jerky in there. Um. Especially this shit. You're um, probably going to be chewing on this for an hour straight. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's why I get it kind of earlier. That's how you stay so thin. You just eat slow as shit. Well, I'm putting it. You're probably still. There's probably still breakfast in the back of your mouth right now that you're still consuming. That's what's. Yeah. Now I'm separating. Got the breakfast on the right. The jerky What'd you on have the for left. breakfast? Um, oranges. That's a bullshit breakfast. Couple, couple oranges. Oh, oranges! I said orange juice. No. Oh, nope. You said like, oranges, oh, I just drink orange. That's like, would you have for breakfast? I just said coffee. It's like that's not fucking breakfast. You're lying. It's a cop out. Right. I'm glad you. So what call. do you? I mean, what do you think of it? Well, I, I guess because I was on that bought it. Um, I mean, I'm a vegetarian, so I'm always looking for yeah. like non meat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That would give me that. 
meat fix. It, fix. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. And it just, yeah, I'd eat it again. Okay. And I'm also, since I'm going on tour in like two weeks, I'm looking for like yeah, that's shit, exciting, shit like this mm-hmm. that I can like package and eat. Yeah, definitely. Okay, so this. Oh shit! You I got think it in this cup. is gonna be the. Um, this is gonna be where you we get a reaction. Cup. I got my finger. What are you smelling it? All right. So All right. Um, cheers, bro. So we gotta get the the glass clinging in the audio. Yeah. It's actually good. I think. It just tastes like Kool-Aid yeah, with like does. kind of a fizzle, cinnamon fizzle at the end. Vitamin water fire. I just don't understand who would want to buy it. Yeah, you can definitely feel it in the throat. God, I thought this was going to suck. Yep, there you go. This is good. I mean, if it sucked, they wouldn't sell it. It's like the... Uh, no, that's so much stuff sucks and they sell it. It's like the... Uh, the cucumber flavored Gatorade, that sucks. But you don't see it anywhere. That uh, where'd you get that at? Uh, Cheats just came out. See, well, damn, there we go. It's not bad. I mean, if you like drinking a Fireball, like not not the alcohol, but like the candy, it's like that. Yeah, yeah. As a drink, but mild, more mild. I guess I was in like a really cynical mood when I first saw it. I'm like, God, yeah. like, vitamin and water, fire. Especially, I must get it. Water. Because, um, what fucking vitamins are in this? Nothing. I was thinking about, like, like fucking Flint doesn't have clean water. And here are these assholes bottling this shit water, like taking yeah. good water, making it shitty. Putting yeah, some bullshit in like, it. Here, they're putting, they're taking water and then they're putting, rever- oh, okay, reverse osmosis water. Erythr- erythritol, less than 1% of natural flavors. That's reassuring. Vegetable fruit juices for the color, citric acid, vitamin. Okay, then the, they list the vitamins, but uh, electrolytes, calcium, lactate. Yeah, I don't even know half the shit is. Stevia leaf extract. Okay, that's not bad. Stevia leaf. I think that's a better sweetener option. But yeah, I don't know. Just a bunch of bullshit you can't pronounce. A bunch of bullshit. And I'm like, dude, just keep it OG. Keep it normal water. Yeah. Instead of bottling it, just send it to people who need it. You know? Yeah, I think companies have done that before. They've like canned water and sent it. I don't know. It's just canning water just seems like a bullshit. Here's a bunch of cans of water. It's like, <laughs> thanks for the leftovers. Canned water. Yeah. But no, this is actually pretty good. Yeah, it's not bad. I wouldn't drink it again, but I mean, I would choose many other things probably. Um, I'm not trying to advertise any. I yeah. don't. Vitamin, Vitamin. Vitamin water. Cut the Cut the check. You could probably get the Portobello Jerky. They're probably a smaller company. I feel like Savory Wild. We just filmed a podcast where we ate it. Real slow. Send me. I'm going to do it every episode. Send me free packs. You probably actually. I I would send an email. (laughs) You never know. Maybe I've already done that. I hope you have. Have you ever seen this in anywhere around? No. The only place I could think I would see it is if I went to like Whole Foods, which I don't go there too often, or like the organic Isle and Giant, but I don't venture in there too much. I drink like kombucha or kombucha. Yeah, kombucha is awesome. Kombucha, yeah, I drink that, so that's when I venture into that aisle. But I usually kombucha. Yeah, is that that how you say it? Kombucha. Is that how they say in the commercial? I've never actually seen a kombucha commercial. So what you need to do is take this audio clip and send that to them, and then you can now be the guy in the commercial that says kombucha. Perfect. Kombucha. Absolutely. There it is. I can see a parrot saying it. Yes. Yeah. Some kind of bird. Some kind of big
in a store and like, huh, I'm kind of thirsty. Uh, could go for a ginger ale. No, some no, maybe a gator. Kabuka. Uh, you you see, see a is. bird. Not even that bird. You see a bird. And Flies on my shoulder and says association, it in my ear. and then yeah. Next thing you know, you're you know walking out with a cart full of kabukas. Yeah, that's how they fucking get you. It's wild stuff, man. All right, I have some more segments for you. Hell yeah, let's do it. I forget where all the stuff is, but this is my sampler. That's dope. So this this segment's called "What's That Sample?" Okay, I'm not gonna know any of these. And here's the part of the segment where you try to play something, and just like at every live show, something's fucking up <laughs> and it doesn't work. I hear something. <clears throat> there is a girl. Oop. I know that one. Damn it. <laughs> this one's good because I. Hey, Lord. Hey, Lord. Let's say a little spat. Are you wearing the preset shirt? I'm hungry as shit. No, bro. I ain't gonna be Snow, bro. No, it looks like that shit. That. I need to guess this sample. It's just the Jetsons. So, are we going to try and play it? Just like straight up from the top. Okay. Um, I fucked it up immediately. <laughs> it was Donald Trump's Oval Office speech on immigration, mm. but I was supposed to reverse it. It's getting political now. And then, um, fuck with like the the pitch. So just be like, and I was just hoping you'd be like, what the hell is that? And then we play it forward. I think I it's it's Satan. Speaking to me. Right. I played it forward off the bat. Um, so anyway, but you get the idea. Yeah. Um, yep. What? Um, Let's face it. This is the... Twins of Javon County. Twins of Javon County Jail. Shit. I had a lot of fun. <laughs> Only reason why I had fun because I think... I, I don't know if you call it luck, but I got lucky. Luck. Is this uh, that's Danny Brown, isn't lucky, it? Man. Yeah. And I got the that's, best fucking job yeah. in the jail. What's it? Man. Is it like a deposition? <laughs> and I worked. No, I worked in the... Did you hear that? What is that? It's Danny Brown and Joey Diaz. Oh. And it, it does a cough. Here, listen, listen, <laughs> listen. Okay, listen all right. for the cough. All right, all right. Twins of Javon County Jail. Shit. I had a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> Only reason why I had fun because I think... I, I don't know if you call it luck, but I got lucky. Lucky. That's I got lucky. fucking lucky, man. And I got the best fucking job in the jail, man. <coughs> and I worked... No, I worked in the kitchen. Twins of the Javon County Jail. <laughs> so I've been meaning to isolate... I feel like he loses a piece of his lung every <laughs> yeah, time he right. fucking calls. <laughs> I was meaning to isolate... That's funny that you're there's here, like a build. There's a build-up to it. Right. <laughs> you can tell it's coming. It's like a... Like, I don't even know what to compare it to, but... I forget why. 
but I was going to just isolate that yeah. and send it to you as a ringtone. Oh, that's hilarious. I would totally use that. I, need I a can. Ringtone. I totally forget. I've been forgetting to do it, so it's funny that you're here. But it could just be that. <laughs> I can't wait for my phone. <laughs> Fuck it. That's not even a cough. It's a hack. Now, what are the separate problem without a self? Maybe that's what whole. I don't think. Of, uh, <laughs> what the fuck do you think this is? Sounds like a seashell when you hold it to your ear. Is it underwater or in space? It's in space. Where, where do you think it is in space? Black hole. You probably can't hear anything now. Well, technically, Jordan, uh, we've never actually detected a black hole. And the, um, black holes are still part of theoretical science. Everything's a lie. We don't know anything. Yeah, I don't know. Space. Saturn. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah, every, uh, every planet, they recorded every planet. This is just the sound Saturn makes when you're like flying around it. So does Saturn make ringtones? Oh, like that? Oh, 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 like shit. that? Shit! I thought that was clever. Ah, oh, shit! <laughs> shit! I was gonna say shit for a while now. Shit! That is clever. That's that good. Is... Um, yeah, this is. I mean, you're 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 kind of like my first guest. Um, so I haven't heard that joke yet. I hope I hear it again. Um, well, if you do, they're, they're copying up my shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not authentic. And now I have that recording forever. Perfect. Play it back. A sample. Do I need to listen some... what this is? No, no, no. no. What, what you just said. I'll oh, have yeah. that sound clip forever. Yeah. If somebody says it again, I'll just hit that sample and be sure. like, dog, you're in the wave shadow. Hashtag. Guess what this is? Welcome to Earth. Just the beginning of like Halo? Sort of. Like a video? Welcome to Earth. Is that Will Smith? Yeah. Independence Day. Oh, shit. Okay. I didn't think I would I get any I could have been in a barbecue! I could have been in a barbecue! It's also Will Smith. Oh, okay. I was going to say, I thought that was Will Smith. Two in a row. I'm out here. I also don't know how to work this goddamn thing. Yeah. Not really. Come on. What's your podcast called? Until I have a girlfriend. Oh, that's right. That's right. Those logos are sick that you sent me. Which one do you end up going with? The one with all the shit on top. Perfect. And that's it's colored. That's I like. Yeah. I like that one. Let's face it. Which one did you have? 
There's another one on there somewhere. But hey, you did All pretty good. well. Thanks. I actually meant to um, get more stuff. I wanted. I was looking for. I I get my last idea. Best idea. I get my last ideas at the best second. Mm. Um, yeah. Right. right before you coming out here, I was gonna get Michael Jordan just saying Michael, and then having waves crash in the background. So it'd be like Michael. Oh, nice. Then, yeah. yeah. Um, but God forbid, there's no hardly any videos anywhere on YouTube of Michael Jordan saying Michael Jordan. Everybody's, really? Yeah. Everybody says Michael. Now we have Michael Jordan. Like, it's not actually I mean? him. It's him, but he's just not saying, hi, I'm Michael Jordan. Yeah. Well, it's like everyone knows. Right, right, yeah, right, right. Like everyone knows. He knows. But I don't know. What, uh, yeah, I was trying to think it's of like other. It's like a Drake line about that. Like last time somebody asked me who I am or some shit like that. Hmm. There, that's like a level that yeah. you want to get to. there and just people just know. You don't have to say your name anymore. Yeah. I don't know if I'd want that. I feel like that fucks with you socially. Mm-hmm. You might have one scenario where it's like, oh, you don't know who I am, and then you're just automatically a douche. Yeah. That totally happens all the time, I bet. Yeah. That's the moment you transition into a full douche. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. And then you get like a like an email... Congratulations, you're now a douchebag. Absolutely. And welcome to... Uh, Douche Incorporated. Uh, we're going to send over your... I remember. Uh, your uh, golf uh, golf bags and... Um, <laughs> what are some other douchey things? There's oh, some man, Cuban some cigars. Yeah. Uh, some, I don't know, like... Sperry's. Here's all I the last... I don't hate anyone wearing Sperry's. Yeah, here's, here's a pair of Sperry's. Um... And uh, every Sports Illustrated swimsuit from the last 10 years. That you can jerk off to? Yeah. You can just leave them in your bathroom. Yeah. Um, um, here's a... Uh, oh, and, uh, and here's your... Uh, everything you'll need to start your own podcast. Yeah, right. You asshole. Yeah. Who do you I'm, think you I'm are? I'm a social media personality. I can do a podcast. Who do you think you are starting a podcast? Yeah. You... So full of it. Poser. That's funny. Um, yeah. I feel like the momentum has drifted slightly. Yeah, definitely. Um, we can feel it. Gonna, can I'm going to give you open mic. Anything you want to plug? Um, I mean, uh, you know, my name, my artist name is Michael Waves. My real name is Jordan. So I guess I'm going to plug myself first in typical... Uh, artist fashion if you're listening and you're in any way interested in checking out what I'm doing <laughs> I told you it's like cinnamony Cin- is that how you say cinnamony you got, the fire got you it was an inhale I didn't even drink it you, we, give it you like, in- smell it you inhaled the flame smell it smell it you just get like a that's what she like said waft it. smell it yeah it's not as intense as I don't know maybe you have a sensitive nose maybe but yeah, man, I mean, it's like, check me out on online and trying to make it happen, trying to spread the positivity, inspire, Ooh. man, michaelwaves.com, M-I-C-H-A-E-L-W-A-V-V-2-S-S-E-S. Sorry. Huh. This is a question I don't think anybody ever asked. Where's a good place for somebody to start with your shit? Like uh, like doing music? Yeah, like a song, if they're going to check you out. or like, oh, where's, oh, yeah, okay. Like, where's a good start jumping off point for somebody? Oh, man. Project um, or video or... Good project or video to start off. 
Um, I mean, I just dropped a video recently. It's called Far From Home. Loved it. Great. Thanks, man. Good stuff. Appreciate that. Yeah, um, check that one out. I mean, just because that's one of the most recent songs. All my songs are kind of backlogged like two years. Like I made the songs that are coming out now like a year and a half, two years ago, um, which drives my engineer and best friend Eric crazy. <laughs> but um, I don't mind it. But it's, you know, it's it's older, but it's the newest one that's come out. So, I, yeah, I would say Far From Home. Um, I have a new project coming out in June, on June 15th, called Purple Heart. Um, I would definitely check that out when it drops just because it shows the progression progression of of my music um, as of recently and tells a cool story. It's kind of a concept project and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I'll check out Purple Heart when it drops more than anything, for sure. Sweet. Yeah. Um, that's an EP. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited about it's it, man. Far From Home on it? No, Far From Home is actually off Nights on Vine, my last EP that came out in October. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that was like one of the lead tracks on there. But I had that video done for like two years. Oh, wow. And I was trying to get like YouTube channel placement to try to like, you know, get some eyes on it and nobody bit. Mm. Nobody really liked it. So I was like, fuck it, I'm going to put it out on my channel. And oh, I put yeah. it out on like Facebook and, you know, did a couple promos and ads with it just to try to get people to watch it. But I got a really cool response. Like, you know, other other videos I've dropped and have done like pretty solid numbers, you know, since we're all about flexing stats. No, but like did pretty solid numbers. Full but circle. this one I've this one I got the best response where people would like send me messages mm. or um, you know, comment on it and, and just have like meaningful comments. Like one one dude told me, um he, he like messaged me, he was like, Yo man, like this uh the video made me cry because I uh I like can relate to what you're saying so much. And then I actually ended up seeing the guy. I don't really know him that super well, but like I know him. Um, but I ended up seeing him at like a friend's wedding the next week and he wow. came, he like came up to me. He was like, yo man, like that, you know, but I was like, man, this is really cool. Like a video that I had sitting around for two years, I didn't even know if I was going to end up putting out. I was like, fuck it. I need to, I paid like $700 for the damn video. I need to put it out. Um, and have, you know, it hit people like that and, you know, uh, just people texting, messaging and like really liking it. So I was like, shit, oh, glad I put it out. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Yeah, man. That's great. Thanks, um, man. Yeah, check it out. Purple Heart, June 15th. I think it's going to be the 15th. It's going to be around there. But I'm excited about it. Hopefully we hit the charts again. Making moves. Yeah. Going on tour. Yeah, man. Where are you headed on tour? Um, Philly. Mm-hmm. Jersey. Doing two nights in Brooklyn. That's right. I did see that. That's so dope. Yeah. Going to get us I'll be in pizza. Brooklyn. What, uh, well, I'll be in Brooklyn in July. Okay. Yeah. You playing there? Mm-hmm. I guess so. Yeah. 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 Where, where Where are you playing? Oh shit! Let me look at my tour flyer. I just got it the other day. I'm obsessed with it. Um, playing at. None of these dates are announced yet, and I'm pretty sure they're all locked in. I'm not 100 percent sure. I wouldn't be surprised if one fell through, because that's how it goes. Yeah. Um, but as I scroll and try to find flyer. Hmm. You say you're obsessed with it, like you keep looking at it. You're like, yeah, no, like it came through because it's like my first actual run. Yeah, um, and I'll be opening for another artist on like eight or nine of the dates. So I'm excited to do that just to make some fan, like to steal fans mm. and and put on like a killer performance to people that don't know who I am and, and kidnap them. Yeah, like just build the fan base, man. I'm Steals. obsessed with building fan the fan base so I can live off it. Why can I not find? Oh, there it is. Um, Brooklyn. I'm in New York, New York at. It's called Kingsland. Kingsland. Okay. It's in Brooklyn. Yeah, I don't know. It's some venue in Brooklyn. Uh, Kingsland. Mm. Yeah. Come through. Um, Holla. 
Come through and rage. That's what we say. Now that I think about it, I think um, I'm going to put out the the podcast in July. Oh, cool. So anything you want to tell your future self? Yeah. Oh, tell my future self. So July 22nd, two months from today, where Mm -hmm. do you want to be? What do you want to be looking like? Well, July 22nd, July 22nd, I will be done with- How big will your dick be then? Super big. I'll be done with tour uh, by that time. So- July 22nd, I want to say to myself, yo, you just want a motherfucking tour on your first real run where you're Shit. playing back-to-back shows, like nine shows in 10 days at, at one point, and just like be proud of yourself because I'm never that usually. So I want I want to tell myself, yo, be proud of yourself and uh, be proud of yourself and um, just uh, keep growing. This is the new foundation. Are you trying to give me freestyle? I would not. I do not want to do that. <laughs> I thought that's what you were trying to do. I was like, I do not want to do that. Um, but yeah, be proud of myself and and be like, yo, it's up from here, baby. Like we're making moves. We're we're moving steps forward. So and that's all you can ask for. Some people move backwards. The goal is to only go forwards. Only forward. Yeah. That's a dope like quote. Only forward. Put that on like a shirt or a hat. There you go. Now we have it on audio. It's it will all you. remember that shit. Yeah. Only forward. If anyone steals that, I'm gonna fucking kill you. Oh, fuck. Well, plus, so say this does come out mm-hmm. two months from today. Yeah, you can already put that plan in action. So by the time yeah. it's public, boom, you got it already. Yeah, I mean, come out to tour, just, man. If you hear this shit, come out to tour. We'll be everywhere in the Northeast. Hit me on Instagram, Michael Waves at Michael Waves. Ask me or tell me where you live. I'll probably be going there if you live in the Northeast. So we're out here. Cool. I think that's pretty solid of an episode. Yeah. No, I, en- I really enjoyed this. We got to do this again. Absolutely. Uh, okay. Yeah. 48 minutes. That's solid. Yeah. Yeah. That's solid. Long. I have some like, I like to do things called fake advertisements in the middle too. <laughs> I was going to do one. <laughs> that's but, funny shit. Um, like um, I have one product called uh, Bro Light. Oh, God. Um, Bro Light. I feel like you really hate on the, like the frat vibe. You've had Alex. worse fear. Bro light. What is it you've had? <laughs> you've had worse beer. <laughs> That's good. Hey, you want to get together later and top off a couple bros? Drink bro light. And a 22 in you. Is there a gene in your genetic history you don't want to know about? Perhaps your grandfather was a slave owner. Perhaps oh, your mom was a serial killer. 22 in you. Missing out that one gene you don't want to know about. <laughs> That's good. Those are good. I think so. You That's have something funny. there, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Just, uh, I like we like to have fun here. We like to make people laugh. Yeah, hell yeah, absolutely. A comfortable a environment. Yeah, yeah. But uh, anything else you wanna? Uh, I, I mean, you know, if like I said, if you're remotely interested in what I'm doing, feel free to check me out online. My artist name is Michael Waves. Um, come out to a show on tour. We're building a fan base. We're we're building a movement, and you know, I'm hoping to be living off music full time in uh you know the next two years or so and follow your dreams man if you're passionate about it follow that shit because you live one time you don't want to uh be sitting on your deathbed saying man i should have fuck that shit do it all go for that shit because you might just achieve it if you work hard enough you feel me man that's my that's my that's what i'm trying to uh add into the world Oh, yeah. People don't do that enough. No. Yeah. People think I'm weird for being like that. Most of my family usually does. 
it's only until like I started seeing some money doing it that they started to buy in. It's like, hey, whatever, I get it, but still annoying, but I get it. Hey man, you're doing great things. Thanks, man. Hey, Keep so are you, dude? It's like you're going on tour. You're you know you're making great music, and I can't wait to see what you put out next. And Thank you. Yeah. You are one of the first people in my life that was artsy that probably without me even realizing it inspired me to to be open and interested in that space. So Hell I yeah. appreciate that. Absolutely. Back when you used to make fun of me for dancing like Tom DeLong during cross country <laughs> practice. <laughs> no, I do. How I does do. Tom DeLong dance? He just do that. Remember that? He'd be like he would like hold uh, his arms out and shit. Is that what he would do? And I don't I, even remember. I, yeah. And I did that the one day, and like we're at cross country, and you're like, dude, you're being so weird all the time. Uh, Quit dancing like Tom DeLong or something <laughs> like that. I'm surprised I even knew who Tom DeLong was then. Well, because I showed you but, him all the time because uh, I was like yeah. obsessed with Angels and Airwaves. Yeah. yeah. So oh, like, yeah. Yeah. I love One of my first MP3 players I had Angels and Airwaves. Yeah. yeah. Probably it's probably all, yeah. Mm-hmm. Shit ton yeah, of them. Absolutely. Um, I do want to say, though, before mm-hmm. I forget, yeah. um, you, I think you have this really good talent for bringing out people's strengths Mm, thanks and recently um not recently like back in december Uh do you know who ricky armelino is he's a lead singer or was lead singer of this or the apocalypse and he's Mm. pretty big and like sounds like a familiar name but yeah yeah. it's pretty big and like the lancaster like hardcore but he's like a pretty like um Mm -hmm. he's in this band called ice nine kills yep i've seen their name so he he's you know member of them Mm -hmm. they're based out of like LA or something, but yeah, yeah. he's here. Mm-hmm. Goes on tour with them. Anyway, yeah. I was showing him a song that Eric uh, vocal engineered for me. Oh wow! And he was like, "This is some of like the best." And I described the setup. Mm-hmm. You know, this little. He's like, "Dude, this is like some of the best like vocal engineering." Wow. I've heard, based on like the space. Like yeah, obviously, yeah, yeah. it's not like yeah, top tier. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking like I really feel like you know, props to T Bone. All yeah, shouts yeah. to Eric. But sure. I feel like you're somebody who really pushed him to yeah. get to where he I push, is. I push him a lot and to a fault. But he, he's gotten really good at it. Yeah, absolutely. And I feel like you being in there all the time, constantly recording. I'm very constantly. persistent. I'm, I'm overbearing sometimes and I'm smothering. And that's how you get better, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, that's, that's kind of my attitude with and, it for sure. And was, no, that's, you got a great point. And yeah. I was thinking about it too. Um, I think it was like the first time I recorded with you mm-hmm. at his place um, in Millersville. Mm-hmm. And um, we were doing um, Ground Up. Yeah, yeah. We wrote it down here in this basement. Right. Mm-hmm. And I remember I did a take. And you guys were like, okay, that's all right. Mm-hmm. But you were like, but we want it to be like big. big and we want yeah. it to be like, like you had like this vision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. And I had recorded with people before, but that was my first time recording with people where it's like usually like when you're recording like a dorm room or an apartment or yeah. something, people are just like, okay, that's cool, man. Like, yeah. thanks. But you guys like pushing me and you're like, no, no, we want it like. We want yeah. this. We have this idea for it, and we we know we can do it. Like like mm-hmm. really grinding it out of me. Yeah. And that was the first time that I like looked back at recording in like a setup in a space mm-hmm. and be like, shit. Like, you got all the time in the world to make it how you want it. Like, yeah. like I used to have this uh, myth. Mm-hmm. Where I was like, since you're not recording in a professional environment, mm-hmm. however it is when you do it, that's how it's gonna be because yeah. it's like that's what you're capable of. But it's mm-hmm. like no, like. You got the same tools they have in like a studio or something. Yeah. Like make it as fucking good as you possibly yeah. can. And I think Eric does that to me a lot of times too. Like I'll go in and I'll do some take that you could probably fix up. You know, you're doing some you know vocal editing and stuff like that. And he's always like, "Nah, do it again." Mm-hmm. So 
I don't, you know what? I, when I see him next week, I'm going to bring that up to him. Awesome. Give, yeah. him, give him the credit he deserves because I don't do that enough. Cool. Yeah. But yeah, I wanted to, I was thinking about that the other day. I'm like, when Thanks, I, when man. I, hey, that means a lot. Here, seriously, that does. Like, I think you have a very uh, good skill with bringing out that in people. Yeah. I appreciate that, man. Absolutely. That means a lot. Thank you. That's really nice. All right. Before we fuck this up anymore, I'm just yeah. going to f- cut this shit Bang. off. Bang. Peace.